Hello? Is this thing on? Hello? We're good? All right. Hey, it's Jeef. Welcome to the Jeef cast. Uh, this is a uh, introduction podcast, introduction episode to the Jeef cast. My name is Jeff. My nickname is Jeef. Uh, shout out to Adrian for giving me that name or giving me the podcast name, not giving me the Jeef nickname. The, you may be wondering, why are you called Jeef? Well, that we can explain that later. Uh, but this is a movie podcast uh, hosted by me. Um, I love movies so much. I uh, went to film school to study movies. Um, I just, it's always been my passion. I can't imagine my life without movies. Uh, I just watch I just watch a lot of movies, uh, and, and I love them, and I felt like I usually do movie reviews, uh, written movie reviews. I ha- have a letterbox account, um, but I got a microphone, and I figured, hey, I like podcasting. Uh, I like re- reviewing movies. Why not do some audio reviews? So, you know, this trusty little microphone is going to uh, make that possible. Uh, if you're going to look at, for me on Letterboxd, my na- uh, my name, my number, my name is uh, Island Limos. It's a uh, capital, all one word, capital I in the island and capital L in limos. And if you see, I should be the only Island Limos there. <clears throat> um, but if you see uh, a profile that says favorite movies, Zodiac, Collateral, Almost Famous, The Fugitive, uh, that would be me, and anyone who's seen Collateral probably, well, if you've seen Collateral a lot, uh, you probably know uh, Island Limos, where that comes from, but, you know, I'm a, I'm, I assume, you know, if you are listening to this first episode, that uh, you know me as Jeef, um, but maybe you just typed in movie podcast, and I can't, randomly came up, so, you know, hey, if you don't, uh, welcome um, I got the name Jeef because uh, one day I told my best friend Adrian uh, that I was in school when I was a little kid and on a test I accidentally put Jeef instead of Jeff and he was like, okay, now we got to call you that now. <laughs> uh, and so uh, over the last few years, I mean, not to get too personal, but you know, I, I also, I have a, I have a little bit of a OCD. Uh, so I was in a residential facility to, uh, help out with that. And, and during the course of that, my stay by the end of it, everyone was calling me Jeef. I mean, the, the, the people there, the, my fellow, you know, comrades, uh, fellow patients. Um, and my, I mean, my mom calls me Jeef. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's kind of it's kind of become a nickname so yeah i uh i i think anytime i would look at a new movie reviewer i would look at some of their reviews to see how they align with my views uh and and if they do it'd be like okay now i can trust this person now uh to steer me to some good shit because if if you just disagree with them all the time you're like why am i watching this <laughs> um i mean maybe you could if they disagree with something you'd be like oh then i like it <laughs> um but i know that's what i do with a new movie reviewer so if you're feeling the same way like i don't know about this chief guy he doesn't i haven't heard any of his 
uh, opinions yet. Uh, I uh, compiled a list of 10 movies that I would bring on a my top 10 Desert Island movies uh, to bring on Desert Island and obviously on a desert. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, I already said four of them because when I say that my favorite, when people ask me, what's your favorite movie? I always say the same thing. It's a four. It used to be uh, collateral and then it was okay. Maybe collateral and Zodiac. And now it's just, okay. It's a four way tie between co collateral Zodiac, almost famous and the fugitive. Um, and I just could watch those movies over and over. Uh, Zodiac, I'm just... Zodiac might be my favorite currently right now. Um, but I love all of them. Uh, and what I love so much about Zodiac is that it's a it's a mystery. It's a, And I love a good mystery. It's an obsessive film where you don't follow the killer. You follow the people trying to hunt him down and you become obsessed with the with finding out the real identity of the Zodiac Killer uh, the way the characters in the movie do. And it's just such a... Like, even though you know they never caught the Zodiac Killer, like, it's it still comes to a really good conclusion, like a really chilling conclusion. Um, I absolutely love that movie. I could watch it at any time. Um, Collateral, uh, I remember seeing that for the first time i remember buying it from best buy and be with like a gift card and i was like oh it's only like a few dollars okay i'll, wa I'll watch that and then i think that's what it was or maybe it was ten dollars i don't know um but yeah i bought it before i knew <laughs> if i was gonna like it or not so that's a risky move but uh but no yeah i absolutely it's such a tense such a great ride uh jamie fox and tom cruise they're uh banter between uh each other in the cab is just you know their their characters are so interesting when they interact with each other um and it's just got really thrilling action i mean the the cinematography in that movie makes la look fucking beautiful sorry uh yeah this this uh i might if i get really excited about something about discussing something i might say the f word <laughs> so maybe cover your ears if um you're not prone to that <laughs> i'll try to contain myself um but yeah the collateral looks uh freaking <laughs> uh f yeah just freaking amazing it makes la look like it magical at night um and then yeah it, it, tom cruise is one of his best performances jamie fox he got an oscar nomination for it and I mean, he won that year for Ray, but he got two nominations for the, for Ray and Collateral, and deservedly so. I mean, he's great in this. Um, almost Famous, man. <laughs> uh, it is the 20-year anniversary of Almost Famous, man. Um, I have loved this movie for so long, <laughs> for for more than 10 years. Like, that's the thing. All three of these, all four of these movies I've loved for, these are not just like recent favorites. These are like, I saw these in like high school and then they just stuck with me. Um, I, I think Almost Famous is the perfect, it's, it's, I haven't seen a movie that I like about that. I haven't seen a movie about rock and roll and music and loving music and being a fan of music quite as good as almost famous it is the perfect 
like amalgamation of what it means to be a fan of a music uh, like a band you love and a piece of music you love and it's kate hudson this is probably her best role i haven't seen a lot of kate hudson movies but this is probably you know at least my favorite of hers i mean this this movie is one of those movies that has like everybody before they went on to do big stuff uh you know they got billy crudup and patrick fugit and uh jay baruchel anna paquin Faruza ball jimmy fallon francis mcdormand philip seymour hoffman okay i'm not going to keep this is not going to be a roll call of almost famous but i mean they got zoe deschanel like they got everybody in that movie um and it is such a it's it's such a I think Roger Ebert said said it best when he was like, What a wonderful movie. I feel like hugging my I was practically hugging myself by the end. <laughs> I was just yes, I totally agree with you, Roger. Uh I, this movie just gives me pure joy. Pure joy. Every time I end it, I'm just like, I wanna watch it again. <laughs> um and then the fugitive. The fugitive has been oh God. I can't even remember the first time I saw The Future of it. It's been so long. I've seen this movie. I I don't know exactly how many times I've seen The Future. <laughs> that's how many that's how long I've been watching it for. <laughs> um I mean, th- I could practically quote the, half of that movie. I mean, I saw it so long ago and it just stuck with me. Uh it is such a great thrill ride. Um Harrison Ford is great. Tommy Lee Jones is great. Uh, it is when people ask like, "What's the best Chicago movie?" And people would probably expect me to say Blues Brothers, but no. Personal favorite, The Fugitive, all the way. Um, it's just a masterclass of action and thrills, and and just a great chase movie. Um, I love The Fugitive. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, those are the my four way tie her favorite movies. But uh, the other ones, the other movies on the list, the other six are Boogie Nights. Man, I, something about me, um, if I love a movie, like, this is the only Paul Thomas Anderson movie I've seen, I know that sounds, for a movie fan, that sounds weird, um, I've seen, I love Boogie Nights so much that I feel like, I don't, I don't know, I don't have a desire to see the other, no, I do have the desire to see the other ones, but I just don't think, like, they're not gonna be as good as Boogie Nights, (laughs) because i love boogie nights so much like it is kind of like a zodiac it is a two and a half hour movie that i could watch at any time like if you put on boogie nights i don't care if it's like 3 a.m it's gonna be hot well maybe uh it depends on how tired i am but there have been times where i've like started watching boogie nights like really late and then i'm like no i have to go to bed but it's gonna be really hard to uh (laughs) you know take me away from boogie nights um I just, I think this movie is, there's something about a movie where it's a bunch of, it's about a, it's like a makeshift fucked up family, uh, because they all have their own personal issues, um, but they come together to make film. Granted, it is pornography, (laughs) but they come together and they can create something that they, maybe not i don't know i mean maybe finds meaning but there's a line that burt reynolds has in the movie where he goes this is the film that i want to be remembered for like they they have this they can do this thing where you know they can be proud of something that they've achieved together and i just i think boogie nights is thrilling i think boogie nights has an amazing soundtrack uh it's got 
incredible cinematography. I mean, it's just, it is just a instant classic movie for me. Uh, one of my absolute favorite movies of the 90s. Um, speaking of another 90s movie, uh, Toy Story 2. Man. Oh, <laughs> Toy Story, man. Toy Story is the shit. Put that on the box. Yeah, Toy Story is the shit, says Jeff. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Toy Story, man. Um, this is, to me, the perfect trilogy. Um, and Toy Story 2 is my favorite of the Toy Story movies. It's always been my favorite. I could, again, I could quote this movie, like, like half the movie, at least. Um, I've seen it a number of times. I, I love, all the Toy Story movies are like 10 out of 10 for me. Um, well, uh, Toy Story 4 is like an 8 out of 10, where I, I really, really like Toy Story 4, but like the first three, that's like the perfect trilogy for me. You can have Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and Batman and Godfather and, and all those other trilogies. I'm not, and, and I'm not saying like those are, uh, you know, bad or anything. No, they're not. They're great. They're some of the best movies of all time. But Toy Story, though, <laughs> that's that's my shit. <laughs> that's the perfect trilogy for me. They, they are all just great. Um, so, yeah, Toy Story 2 is my favorite. Uh, favorite Pixar movie, favorite Toy Story movie. Uh, it, I'm just a nerd for Pixar. I've seen most of their movies, and I've liked all of them. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like to varying degrees. Like, there are some movies where I'm like, oh, I like that. And then there are some movies where I'm like, I, I want to hug this movie. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, so yeah, Toy Story 2. Uh, I mean, I just love Rex and Ham and Buzz and Woody, Slinky Dog, Mr. Potato Head, and all, all those guys. Uh, Jesse, Bullseye. You gotta love them all. Uh, so yeah, I love the Toy Story movies. Uh, next movie. Okay. This was hard to decide. Um, I, sw I flip flop between two movies. I'm a huge, like huge Denzel Washington fan. I haven't seen all his movies, but I've seen so many. <laughs> um, I'm Denzel is my favorite actor. Denzel is my favorite person in film. Uh, like I just, Denzel is a God walking amongst mere mortals. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's. That's how big of a fan I am of Denzel Washington. If by some chance he hears this, uh, he'll be like, that's a little much, man. <laughs> you, you, you like me too much. Um, but no, uh, I, my two favorites are, which is weird because my two favorites came out relatively a year apart from each other. Uh, my two favorite Denzel movies are Training Day and Remember the Titans. And I picked Training Day, but then I picked Remember the Titans, and I went back to Training Day, and now I think I'm going to go back to Remember the Titans because, oh, actually, I don't know. Both of the movies, I'll go with, fuck, hold on. <laughs> now I'm now I'm second-guessing myself. Hold up. Oh, this is tough. Uh, I think I'll go with Remember the Titans because it's the more uplifting movie. <laughs> and if I'm on a desert island, I might need some positivity because what the hell am I going to do there? <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, remember the Titans, but training day is also amazing. Training day has one of my favorite scenes. if not my favorite scene in any movie ever is Denzel's like 
breakdown at the end of training day where he's just like, you motherfuckers, I'm putting cases on all you bitches. That's where the famous King Kong and got shit on me line. I love that scene. Um, but, oh man, that's, well, training day is just such a great movie. I mean, Denzel's great. Ethan Hawke is great. Like any, I mean, when the Magnificent Seven remake came out and was like, wait, Antoine Fuqua, the director of training day, is reteaming with Ethan Hawke and Denzel. I don't care if this movie is shit. Like, I'm going to see that movie. <laughs> That's how much I love Training Day. Um, Cliff Curtis is great, and his his little cameo, Snoop Dogg, uh, Macy Gray, Dr. Dre is in this. Um, man, it's, it's just, it's a roller coaster ride. Um, Terry Crews is in it. He has no lines. He's basically like an extra. Uh, so That's interesting. <laughs> Uh, and then Remember the Titans also is one of those movies where you're like, oh, hey, Donald Faison and Brian Gosling and uh, Kate Bosworth, uh, Hayden Penetier. Like, there are people here where you're just like, oh, hey, that person, that they went on to bigger things. Um, but yeah, Remember the Titans is just, I remember seeing that in theaters uh, and as a kid and just thinking, I didn't really understand anything about football, so I rented it again a few years later. Maybe not a few years later, but a while later. Um, and I, I just fell in love with it. I was like, this is my favorite movie now. Um, so, yeah, just remember the Titans. That is Denzel. Peak Denzel. For, well, my favorite Denzel is definitely Remember the Titans and Training Day. Uh, you just, the charisma that he brings to Training Day really sells you. Like, you think Denzel is going to be, oh, he's... Well, he's a tough cop, but he's gonna he's gonna learn to. We'll find out that it was all an act, and not maybe not all an act, but he he wor- he he was working from a good place. Like no, he no, he's the villain in Training Day. <laughs> so he has this charisma where he kind of seduces you into thinking like, well, he's not so bad. No, he is. <laughs> and then in Run of the Titans, his charisma is just he. He is so determined and so commanding uh, of this football team. Uh, him and Will Patton uh, just are great together. I could, I haven't seen the movie. Actually, you know, I should watch that again. I haven't seen the movie in like a few years, but it used to be like my favorite. <laughs> so I, I love Remember the Titans. And even as, here's the thing. I like sports, but I'm not one to watch like a whole sports game unless I'm there with friends. Um, but... Unless it's or unless it's like a playoff game where you're like I don't know what's gonna happen, I gotta watch. Um, I know that makes me a fair weather fan, but hey, I'm more of a movie guy, <laughs> anyways. But I do love a good sports movie, and Remember the Titans is probably my favorite sports movie. I I, I love it. Um, next movie. This movie. This movie I saw six times. Oh wait, no, four times in theaters. And twice uh, on digital. Uh, and it was only released in last May. So it's only been around for like, what, like 14, 15 months. I've already seen it six times. Uh, the most times I've ever seen any movie in theaters. This was my favorite movie of last year. My pick for, it was at the top of my top 10 list. Um, and one of my favorite comedies of all time. This is Booksmart. Olivia Wilde's directorial debut. I 
This movie gives me so much joy. The characters, I love the characters in this so much. Caitlin Deaver and Beanie Feldstein, um, I have the biggest crushes on them for for forever now. They are so good together in this movie. Um, I just, it's a movie that is really funny, really smart. It's a movie that, you know, you may think one thing about a character and then the movie will flip the script and be like, ah, here, but here's something else you didn't think about. Like it gives people character development and depth and it's just really funny. Uh, uh, doing that, <laughs> uh, I'm kind of stumbling over my words to find, you know, how much I appreciate this movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I love Booksmart. I think this is uh, the fact that it wasn't even nominated for a Golden Globe or an Oscar. Like, nah, son, not even for best comedy or best writing. Like, come on, man. But hey, that's that's that may be just me. But I absolutely adore Booksmart. I think this is fantastic comedy. Um, two remaining movies. Silver Linings Playbook. To me, this is a perfect movie. Like, this is a movie that I've seen four times, I think. Wait, one, two, three, four. Yeah, four or five times. Four times. Five times. One of those. <laughs> um, and every time I'm just like, uh, I, it gives me that almost f famous feeling that, uh, that Roger Ebert described where he's just like, I want to hug this movie. I'm hugging myself by the end of it. it the, I, I see no flaws in this movie. There are very rare, like there are some rare movies that you're just like, I, I can't find anything I don't like about this movie. And I've watched it several times. Uh, this is, this was the first movie that made me go, Hey, Bradley Cooper, he's a, he's a really great actor. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, of course, this was like, this is the movie that got her the Oscar. Robert De Niro, Jack Weaver, Chris Tucker, Shea Wiggum. Uh, a lot of, there's a lot of people in here, Julia Stiles, and, and they all are doing so well. Like David O. Russell, he made The Fighter, he made American Hustle, um, and... I, 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 I think The Fighter is great, one of my favorite sports movies, um, and I think um, American Hustle is really good, but I, I don't know if David O. Russell will ever make a movie as good as Silver Linings Playbook. That's how highly I hold this movie up. I just watch it, and for a movie about mental illness, uh, it is, what's the word? Like, you're, yeah, like you're hugging yourself by the end. Maybe not... I guess, I don't know, I guess feel good, because it is weird to say that about a movie that, where it starts off about bipolar disorder, but it's such a, I mean, that's the thing, is it's called Silver Linings Playbook, you know, it's, it finds the silver lining in, you know, different parts of, you know, hard, hardships of life, um, and I just, I, I, I remember seeing this the first time, and thinking, holy shit, I gotta tell everybody about this movie, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I love it. I love it so much. Um, and then the last movie, going for a classic here. 1994. Ooh, ooh if, only, if only I could have been... I was only two years old at the time. But oh, if I, uh, if I were a teenager or a college student or my age right now, seeing this, just walking into the movie theater... Oh, I heard this Pulp Fiction is actually not that bad. 
and then just being blown away by by what I saw. I can only imagine what seeing this movie in theaters must have been like. Pulp Fiction is one of the greatest movies of all time. You can't tell me anything different. Uh, this movie is classic. Like this is this is the one of the classics of all classics, or at least from you know like the last few decades. Um, man, it is such a, a this movie feels alive, man. You you get the energy. This thing is running on all firing on all cylinders. Uh, Samuel Jackson is so memorable in this. Everyone is so memorable. This the whole movie is so well written that I mean, there's so many different scenes you could pick out like at least five different scenes that you're like, that's my favorite scene, that's my favorite scene, that's my favorite scene. It's so well done, so well written, so well orchestrated that, again, Tarantino, I love Tarantino. He's kind of like Pixar where he doesn't really have any bad movies. It's just that I prefer some more than others. And this will always, I like like I said with Summer Lions Playbook, I doubt uh, with that, with Dave Earl Russell on that movie, I feel like, I don't know if Quentin Tarantino will ever make a movie. <laughs> as good as Pulp Fiction again, because that is like such a, such a high mark to achieve that it's, it's so like you will, if you watch any part of Pulp Fiction, you will have two and a half hours, uh, just disappear from your day because you're so wrapped up in it. At least that's what happens with me. Anytime I watch it, I'm like, all right, I gotta watch all of Pulp Fiction now. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's uh those are my like ten, top 10 desert Island movies. Um, and that gives you a little insight into what, what my taste is like. Um, so if you agree with any of those movies, opinions, um, then, Hey, we might be one in the same. If you don't, well, Hey, if you're still listening, then I appreciate it greatly. Um, so yeah, uh, this is an introductory podcast. This is not like a full episode, although it's almost a full episode. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know how long these are going to be, but I just kind of like love talking about movies. So we'll see how long it goes. Um, so, yeah, uh, stay tuned and, you know, thanks for listening.